Welcome to the Running Jump Podcast. This is Joe. Today, I'm going to be speaking about how to get started with running, how to deal with the anxiety of other people watching you running, and I will be answering a listener email about rest days. Before I get into that, I will give a quick update on my current training. Right now, I am training for a half marathon, and to be honest, I'm in kind of a rough patch right now. Like, I've had a lot of bad runs in a row, and I'm just trying to get back on track. And I think it's important for everyone who is interested in running to have a way to get back on track. And I know for me personally, what I do is I go three miles, followed by four miles, day off, then three miles, five miles, day off, then three miles, seven miles, day off, then three miles, 10 miles, two days off. And from there, I should be good to come up with a plan of how I want to proceed. So that's what I'll be doing this week, and I'll be giving an update on how that's going next week. Now on to the main part of this episode, how to get started with running. This lesson is mainly aimed at people who have been interested in running for a while, but just for whatever reason can't get started, or perhaps people who have tried running a few times but haven't been successful and make it into a habit. It could also just be a good lesson for people who are vaguely interested in running and just want to know what it entails to get started. So right off the bat, I think a lot of people have what is called information overload. There's a lot of information out there about running. I plan on making an entire podcast just about running. There's information about hydration, nutrition, how to warm up, training plans, what kind of gear you need. You know, there's just tons of information out there. And I'm telling you right now, if you're the type of person who is interested in possibly running a 5K or something, but you just haven't gotten started, you've probably read enough information. Like it really doesn't take that much to get started. Uh, As you get more advanced, like there's more information that is useful to you. But I'm telling you right now that you probably have enough to get started. So with that, it's also completely possible that you have all the gear you need to get started with running. Any workout clothes are good enough. Like if you're running outside, you want workout clothes that are going to be appropriate for the weather but you don't need anything in particular when you're just getting started out. As far as shoes go, any sneakers will be good enough. Like you don't need to get the best running shoes. You don't even really need running shoes at all. Like any sneakers at all will be good enough when you're just getting started. I do think there is some benefit for new runners to get running shoes they really like. I think just from a mentality standpoint, if you have a shoe that you really like running in, you're going to look forward to that when you go running, like especially in the beginning when it's hard, just having that one little thing that's like a little bit of a treat will make your running a little bit easier on you. So now that you have your gear, uh, let's talk about warming up. There's a lot of information out there. It's a lot of conflicting information out there on how you should warm up for your runs. I don't think you have to do anything crazy when you're first getting started. You can do a little bit of stretching if you want, but really all I think you have to do is just a little bit of walking, like maybe three to five minutes walk, you know, start off with like a really slow walk and then make it a more brisk walk. And it's just to get like the blood flowing, get your legs nice and waking up. Uh, You know, if you've been crunched at a desk all day, it'll get you ready to go. That's all you really need to do to get ready. Just a little bit of walking. So from there, you're ready for the actual workout itself. 
And what I'm recommending is four days a week. And what you do is you just start. You just run slowly, just run really slowly, you know, a nice slow pace that you can do for, you know, at least a little bit. And you just go as far as you can. You just go as far as you can at this slow pace. And you're going to be breathing heavy probably pretty quickly, but it's okay to keep running when you're breathing heavy. Like that's just like something that you should push through. So you're going to be breathing heavy. You're going to be panting and just keep going. Just keep going it for as long as you can. And eventually, you know, the burning is going to get to you and like your body's going to tell you when you have to stop. Like you're going to know when it's like, okay, I, I, I do have to stop here. So at that point, uh, slow down, just like coast to a walking pace. So, so you're done with your first bit of running and then just walk, just walk for a while, walk until your breathing gets back to normal. And then just do another round of running, another slow run. And you just do this for as long as you can. And your second round probably won't be as long as your first run. And that's totally fine. And once you're done, you're done for the day like that's it you just do your two runs and it's time to walk home and congratulations you you did your first day of running after you do this uh four times a week for your first two weeks i would recommend in your third week doing two runs like this where it's like you do you do a run walk run and then having two where you actually do three rounds so doing run walk run walk run and that's really all there is to it. That's three weeks. And by then, you should have a pretty good habit set up with running. Now, as far as how you're going to set up these weeks, you might be wondering if it's okay to run two days in a row. And the answer is absolutely yes. You can run two days in a row, and you probably will have to run two days in a row in order to fit all of this in each and every week. Now, I would recommend not running three days in a row. Uh, sometimes life gets in the way and you will have to do this. But I think, you know, running back to back days and then taking a rest day is probably your best bet. And you might be wondering, should I be timing these runs? Should I be aiming for a certain distance? And I think when you're just getting started, you really shouldn't be worrying about these things at all. In particular, I don't think you should be timing anything at all until you've done at least two races. And the reason why is a lot of people will time all of their runs, even when they're just getting started. And you should just feel good about just getting the habit of running when you're just getting started. Like, you shouldn't worry at all about how fast you're going. You know, you should give yourself 100 out of 10 every time you go out running. Like, like you did it. Like, that's that should be your only criteria for success, whether or not you ran. And if you're timing yourself, it's completely possible that you'll go out and run, you know, give it 100%. And when you get to the end, it's like, oh, you didn't hit the time that you were looking for. You're a little bit slower than you had expected. And that's just really not the feeling you want in your early runs. You should feel successful just for getting out there and run. All sorts of things can affect your speed, and you'll sort of figure these out as you go along. But maybe it's a humid day, and if it's a humid day, you really shouldn't expect to be running as fast. And all sorts of things will happen, and maybe you have a little bit less sleep. Maybe you're just a little bit tired from your last run, and that's all okay. I think a lot of times when people will time all of their runs, a lot more of their runs, they will end up saying, oh, that wasn't a good run, when in reality, it was a perfectly fine run. So just get out there and run, and don't worry about how long it takes you. And for at least the first little bit, don't even worry about how far you go. I think by the end of this, you will realize that you are going further, and like the threshold of when your body tells you it's time to stop will be much higher. 
by the end of these three weeks. But I think setting out with a distance goal right away, right when you're getting started, might not be the best approach. There's just too much of a risk that you're going to beat yourself up for runs that you think you should have done better when in reality you did perfectly fine. Now, as you're going through with this training, you're going to learn a lot about yourself and a lot about running. You'll calibrate as you go. You'll learn about things like, oh, what time of day is best for me to run? Where do you like running? You know, do you prefer to go on a treadmill? Do you prefer to go on the trails? Do you prefer to go on the road? What types of foods make your runs better or worse? Do you, when do you like to hydrate? You know, do you like to drink right before? Do you like to drink half an hour before? When do you feel the most rested? How do you like to warm up? All these are things that you'll have to figure out for yourself. And you will at least get some idea what works for you by the end of these three weeks. You might be wondering, is it detrimental to have these walking breaks in the, your run? Like, aren't you trying to run a full distance? And the reality is it's totally fine if you're doing like, say, a down and back run to have a little bit of a walk after you reach the end before you turn around and run. Like, that's totally fine. Like, people do that of all levels. So you don't have to worry about that at all. And even when you're running a race, like, throughout a race, you'll have people handing you little cups of water and things like that. And if you're not used to drinking out of a cup of water, like, you're probably going to have to slow down. So even during a race, you will have some times where you're walking. And until you get really competitive with it, it's totally fine. Like, it's totally fine to have these walking breaks. You'll still gain fitness and you'll still be able to reach new distances. You'll still get faster, and overall your running will improve. Now one thing that I think holds back a lot of people from first getting started is just how bad running can be if you haven't ran in a long time or you run very little. It really does burn your lungs like when you're first getting started, and I think a lot of people will just try out running, they'll do that, and they'll be like, man, that was, that was terrible. And then they'll try it a second time, and it's like, wow, that, that was still terrible. So, you know, it, forget running. I'm not, I'm not going to do this. And the reality is you gain cardiovascular fitness much quicker than you think. I'm absolutely certain that if you follow this plan, you will feel much better by the end of the third week. Things like uh, endurance in your legs and, like, speed and things like that, those take much longer to build up. But as far as, like, your, your breathing, your heart rate, that improves quickly. I heard an analogy once. Picture a two-ton wheel that isn't moving. To get that wheel starting to spin is going to take a lot of effort. But once it's in motion, it doesn't take as much to just keep it going. And that's really what running is all about. Like, if you're just getting started, or say you're coming back from an injury or just coming back from not running for a long time, it's going to take a lot of effort to get going. But once you're going... You know, it doesn't take as much. You just have to, you know, just keep going, but it will never be as hard as it was in the beginning. Now, where do you go from here? Like, how do you go from this intro three-week training plan to, say, training for a race, you know, whatever your goal happens to be? Well, at the end, you can find the distance of one of your last runs. Either if you're running on a treadmill, you'll just know because the treadmill just tells you how far you went. And if you ran outside... You can use this website. It's called like GMAPS Pedometer. Just Google that, GMAPS Pedometer. And that site will let you just trace the, tr the path that you ran. 
and this site is actually really good because like in addition to having all the roads it has a lot of like paths too so you'll be able to get your distance of your run and then you can use this to determine what kind of training plan you want to follow next and i'm going to go into this a lot more depth in a future episode possibly even the next episode but just for now like knowing that distance and really you should congratulate yourself because it's like whatever that distance is it's almost certainly a distance you couldn't have ran in the beginning so just think about that think about like what you thought you could do before you even got started and think about like what you actually accomplished by the end of these three weeks one final topic that i want to touch on as far as breaking into running is there's a lot of people out there who have anxiety about you know what other people think about them when they're just starting out running or even if they are experienced runners it's like other people are looking at them and judging them and really there's two paradigms that you have to think about in order to break through the first thing you should realize is most people aren't watching you at all like they're not remembering you they're not even forming an opinion of you if you were running past someone it's like they see you for two seconds of their whole day and just like in their two seconds, they're like, you, you know, they might not even remember what you look like. Like a police officer could come by and be like, what did that runner look like? And they won't even remember. So it's like most people aren't paying attention at all. And if you're at the gym, it's like everybody in the gym is just there to work out. Like almost everyone is just 100% focused on their workout. A lot of people, they have lives that they have to get back to and they're just trying to fit their workout in, you know, in the little bit of time that they have. They're not there to look at other people and judge them. Like, I, almost nobody is thinking negatively of you. If th people are thinking anything at all, it'll just be like something like, oh, uh, you know, there's a person running and that's it. So the overwhelming majority of people aren't going to have any thoughts. So you really don't have to worry about that. But the reality of the situation is there are horrible people out there. You know, if you've been to middle school, you know, people... people get on your case for everything you know there will be people making fun of you at some point in your life for some reason you know it might not be about running but there's just these evil people out there that'll just try to get you for no reason other than you know they're bullies and that's that and i remember right when i first started running i was running down this road and you know i was doing pretty well i thought and there was just like a guy across the street who just like he was just making fun of my breathing like he was just panting really hard and you know that ended up really bothering me and i ended up not running outside at all for quite some time and and not running at all for quite a while and it, and it took a long time before uh you know i ended up doing the running that i talked about in the first episode where it's like i ran on a treadmill and that was actually a real bummer because you really shouldn't care what these people think you know, it's like these people, it's it's like what they think about you. Like if that guy wasn't there, it's like my run would have been fine. But like because that guy was there, it was like in my head that it's like I was somehow like being an idiot, like breathing too heavy or something like that. So it's like just like what anybody thinks, it just doesn't matter because like what you're doing running, like especially if you're not a runner now, it's like what you're doing for your body, just like physically, just like just like having a goal, like going from not running to like running any distance, like any goal, like like that's amazing. Like you should just feel really good about that. And, you know, you, you connect your body, you, you connect to your planet, you know, you, you get to see parts of your town that you might normally see, you know, just it, it really clears your head. Like like there's so many benefits of running and these people might actually not even be people you run into while you're running, you know. 
you might have some vindictive coworker that like finds out with, that you're just getting started running and they'll just like try to dissuade you with a bunch of bad advice that you didn't even ask for and it's just like you know just just nod your head and just realize it's like they don't matter at all like they just what they think it just doesn't matter it just doesn't matter so that's all i have it's like number one the overwhelming majority of people aren't thinking at all or they might even just think slightly positive if anything and the super judgy people their opinions on things just doesn't matter it just really doesn't matter and it might feel bad at the time, but, you know, just realizing that, like, like this will make you a stronger person. Just realizing that what super judgy people think doesn't matter. And with that, I think that's all I have to say on this topic. And we'll move into listener emails. And if you want me to expand on this topic, you know, feel free to send me an email. Uh, runningjumppod at gmail.com. Stand tall against bullies. So now I'm going to move to answering a listener email and if you want your question answered on the podcast you can reach out to runningjumppod at gmail.com again that's runningjumppod at gmail.com and here's a short email i received hey joe i am a beginner at running i was wondering how to know when you need a rest day is it okay to run when you're still sore thanks jennifer now, thank you, Jennifer, for this email, and I think it's a good question. Is it okay to run when you're still sore? And the answer to that is sometimes. Sometimes your quadriceps, so the, the muscles on like the front part of your thighs, are going to be a little sore from like a previous run, and like it's okay to go for a run. Uh, in particular, if it's like a shorter run, a little bit of soreness is not a problem. And unless you're really young, you're probably going to have some soreness at all times, whether or not you're running. Like, that's just that's just how life is. Like, you're never really going to feel 100% brand new, even if you stretch all the time and take good care of yourself. Like, you're going to have a little bit of soreness. So running with a little bit of soreness is totally fine. Now, you do need some rest and recovery. That is important. I think anytime you just did a run that is a long run, a particularly hard run, a distance that you haven't done before or a distance you haven't done in a long time, you should make sure that the next day is going to be a rest day. It's okay to do like a little bit of walking on your rest day, maybe some cross training. Like I know some people like to do a little bit of swimming. You know, if you're into that, that could be okay. But you should probably make sure that the next day is going to be a, a rest day. I think it's important to realize that you will need a rest day before your body will tell you that you just can't physically run at all. When you're running, a lot of the shock is absorbed by auxiliary muscles, so your your calves and all throughout your lower body and even some of your upper body is absorbing the shock every time you take a step. And even though these aren't what is giving you your primary power for running, they're important for, you know, keeping your joints nice and healthy. So once these muscles get tired, your joints are taking a lot more shock every time you are taking a stride. So if you're very tired at the start of your run, it's just going to be a really hard run for all your joints. And, you know, you're probably not even get that much of a fitness benefit from it. You know, if you just took a day and then ran after taking a rest day, you're going to be just fine. Like your run is going to be better. You have a much lower chance of getting injured. And there's just like absolutely no problem with taking a rest day 
when you need it. So what are some signs of potentially needing a rest day? Well, the first one that you should look at is if you have any new joint pain. So you're looking at your ankles, your knees, your hips, also things like shin splints, you know, mild cases, shin splints. If it's just new joint pain, you might want to take a rest day. In the long run, you will greatly benefit from taking it easy for a day. Other things to look at is how hard is it to go up and down stairs? Is it just like, oh, I have a little bit of soreness when I'm going up the stairs? Or is it every single time you have to go up or down a flight of stairs? It's just, it's a Herculean task. And especially if you, if going downstairs is challenging for you because, you know, sometimes going upstairs is going to cause a little bit of the soreness in your quadriceps if you have been running. But going down the stairs should be something that's usually pretty easy. So that's a good sign that you probably need to take a day. Other things to look at is, you know, if you got a full night's rest and you just feel completely exhausted, like you just feel like you got no sleep at all, then, you know, it's it's time to take a day. Another thing to look at is how thirsty are you? If you're someone that keeps hydrated during the day and you realize that your normal amount of hydration is just not cutting it at all, you might need to take a rest day. If you are waking up during the middle of the night, just like completely thirsty and like like you have like your dry tongue flapping around and you need to take a drink, another good sign that you need to take a rest day. Now I know mentally it can be difficult to take a rest day Uh, Your body doesn't get tired unless you are training really hard, and it might just feel good. You might just feel like you are completely in the zone with running, you have good momentum with it, and then it's like, uh, you have to take a rest. But if you don't take a day to rest, your body might end up needing to take much longer to recover from a potentially serious injury. So thank you once again, Jennifer, for writing in with this email. Take rest when you need it. Take rest when you think you need it, and it is okay to run when you are a little bit sore. So that is all I have today for this episode. Uh, Once again, if you want to submit any questions or comments, my email is runningjumppod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great day.